and you can't relate the sale of a nutritional supplement to the mitigation of a disease. It's against the law. And that's, that's insane. That's not right. It needs to be fixed. And so the Federal Trade Commission needs to be fixed. The FDA needs to be fixed. It all needs to be fixed. 90% of the part of the brain that's affected by Alzheimer's is made from cholesterol. That's what it's made from. So when you drive cholesterol into the ditch with cholesterol lowering statin drugs and fat free diets, your brain dries up and you get Alzheimer's, you get dementia. If you're sick and suffering with a chronic illness, you don't have a bad gene, you have a bad doctor, for goodness sakes. And that's the, that's the long and the short of it. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. Yeah, I'm on video again today. So I'm going to try to do that more. I always say that and I never do it, but you got me today. Anyways, I have uh, Dr. Glidden coming back to the program. Um, and he's just, I love talking to Dr. Glidden, to Pete Glidden. And we're going to talk about how the entire medical establishment, I think the medical system is collapsing right now, especially in the United, in the United States. I know England, I think they're trying to unwind the collapse and, and get ahead of it so it doesn't happen. But this country, we're collapsing. There's too many people dying in the hospitals and realizing that the hospitals are a place to die and not to get, to get well right now. And it's a very sad thing, but it's an opportunity. And we're going to talk about that because it's an opportunity to change the medical system. And we so desperately need to change the medical system. And that's what we're going to talk about and uh, I, I think it's an excellent conversation. It's way past due, and I want to have more of these and really start laying out how the medical system should be changed so that it can, be, it can serve humanity instead of the other way around. I think humanity is serving it. It's the beast that we need to take control of. So anyways, before we get into this excellent conversation, I want to remind you, go sign up for my newsletter, sarahwestall.com, and while you're there... Uh, please check out my affiliates and um, that's how I support my show. So I appreciate all of you who do that. And also, if you're interested in seeing my special episodes, I do do a lot of episodes for my members of sarahwestall.tv and of Ebonier. And you can check that out as well. When you get to um, my website, you can check out what Ebonier is or you can go to sarahwestall.tv and you can see all the different shows up there. I'm on Roku and Apple TV and Google TV, Google Fire. So if you want to actually watch it on television or have it playing in the background on your television, you can get that from there as well. So remember to do that, sarahwestall.com. And let's get into this really good conversation with Dr. Pete Glidden. Hi, Dr. Glidden. Welcome back to the program. Thanks, Sarah. It's always a pleasure to be here. I love getting up and speaking into my megaphone. I appreciate the platform. Well, we have uh, an important topic to talk about today. And I know we've, we've touched on this, but lately it's really coming to a head. And I just did an interview going over the numbers of how they're doing this pay off system of how, you know, because I can't understand how are they getting, why are they following protocols that are killing people in the hospitals and with COVID? And I just did an interview where we analyzed a lot of numbers, and this is all coming out where, where these hospital systems have been paid a lot of money for people to die with COVID in their hospitals and using certain protocols that will cause them to die. And the hospitals over time have been bought out and people have been put into place who would be more apt to implementing this kind of a horrible scheme. I think it's the whole collapse of the medical system because anybody with a brain who's had a family member die or watch all these people die has to see that this is wrong. And I, I wanted to talk to you about that today and how the heck did we get into a, a situation where it's so bad? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. That's the short answer. And regretfully, there's a lot of people at the top now who are, for lack of a better word, just sociopaths. They don't really care about the well-being or the welfare of other people. They have no sense of propriety. All they're interested in is whatever they're interested in. And what most people seem to be interested in who are sociopathic is making money or making a name for themselves or both. And this is a, so it goes back to the monopoly um, that's been in place ever since 1912. And it's not rocket science. I mean, <laughs> 
absolute power corrupts absolutely and it's good to be the king and when you are the king you can do whatever you want to whomever you want however you want and this is a gigantic problem in the medical marketplace and i will whoever figured this out whoever put this monopoly in place because this was done on purpose this didn't just randomly happen was a genius because we have been socialized all around the world not just in the united states over the last 109 years socialized on purpose to believe that the only people that practice medicine have md after their name that the only people who have a secret decoder ring to uh, diseases are people who have md after their name and everybody else who doesn't have an md after their name is the back of the bus quack with substandard dangerous ineffective treatments and that's a lie i mean the opposite is true but this is what most people believe it's a paradigm well, shift that people need to make paradigm shift the other direction to fix this well hopefully and we need to unravel the crime underneath this scheme because people are dying in mass right now it should be more obvious and there's a opportunity here to point this out and the sickness keeps growing right you wrote a book on you know why everybody's sick or i everybody's sick and i know why some i think that's the title so it's deeper than this this was happening before covid i think now it's just so obvious to those who are paying attention but it becomes that much more critical for us to understand that there's a problem here and to restructure the whole medical system to better serve humanity there is so you're absolutely right and what we're up against is massive amounts of cognitive dissonance there is so much cognitive dissonance i mean just look at the the statistics of how many people have become vaccinated yes the people that got vaccinated got vaccinated because they trusted their medical doctor and they didn't really want to look at the facts and when the facts started to come out that well this is really not a good idea and that there are net negative effects here they went and got boosted and then they got a third booster i'm telling you it, when it comes to medicine there it, it, medicine is the poster child of cognitive dissonance and people either trust what their medical doctors say or they become suspicious of what their medical doctors say the majority of people in the world up until now have trusted everything that the medical doctors say i mean chemotherapy is a perfect example of that and i'll, I'll talk about that in a minute but now that more and more people are dying and as more and more people who are hospitalized have have been vaccinated and that the majority of people who are getting sick have been vaccinated and as people continue to experience the negative effects of the vaccines and die not only from the vaccines but from ineffective treatments at the hospitals people are starting to question it and i mean as far as i'm concerned it's about time but you know i have i have an interesting thing just happened in the UK yesterday, right? Exactly. Yeah, that was very interesting. They backpedaled the on UK everything. They said, we're done. We're pulling back. We're not doing any of this anymore. No more mandates. No more masks. We're done. And I think that that's happening because they know, the people who are running the show know that if this continues to go the way that it's been going with hospitalizations of the vaccinated, deaths in the hospitals, deaths from the vaccinations, right? All of this pain and suffering continues. And as all of this information comes out, that it's going to collapse. So I think the UK started to pull back to prevent the collapse because the worldwide consciousness is teetering on the edge of breaking through this cognitive dissonance where they believe anything that the medical doctor tells them. So there is an opportunity here for, for, you know, for the hundredth monkey phenomenon and people to just collectively snap out of it across the board. I hope that that's what happens. And certainly my profession has been right in the thick of all of that cognitive dissonance forever. Yeah. And I think it must be really ex excruciatingly painful to know the truth. Well, I know what that's like now to, you know, I've been doing it for years now, know the truth, trying to get it out there and then just running up against deer in the headlights and walls. 
and you have been doing that your whole career. But I want to talk about, you know, I really want a chart. I want to, I, I want to map out. This is what I've, I've been emailing you. I want to map out a new system. And you have put some charts together. And I think it's something that can evolve over the next, you know, year where we start to map out what the new medical system really should look like. That, you know, the university systems need to change. We need to start recognizing other areas of expertise. I mean, the MD doesn't know anything about diets and, you know, nutrition. And we know nutrition is such a big deal. I mean, to be fair to MDs, it's impossible for one person to know everything about how, you know, this field, because it's so broad. And so we got to bring in other experts from all different areas of this medical environment. And it starts to cross over into electrical engineering and, um, you know, computer science and, and physics. And, and things are getting even more broad once you start talking about frequency and you start talking right. about sound. I mean, in order for us to move past the, the middle, the dark ages, and actually advance in this realm of science, which is our health, we have to break this medical monopoly because they are so painfully behind, like in the dark ages and holding back, not holding us back, they're, they're hurting us. And so we really need well, the leading, the, to look at it differently. Go ahead. The, the, leading, the leading cause of death in the United States is MD-directed medical therapeutics. It's, it, it kills more people than heart disease does. The leading cause of bankruptcy in the, in the United States is MD-directed medical treatments. Why is this? Well, because what's the most expensive treatment? It's the one that doesn't fix anything. It's the one that just manages things. You need to go back for more and go back for more and go back for more. And you get sicker and you get weaker and you go back for more. And why do you go back for more? Because it's the only thing that you know. The fix for this, the Zen sword, that cuts this right off at the knees is a free medical market. And you know, the irony here is that we don't have to reinvent the wheel. <clears throat> My profession already is licensed and regulated. However, in the state of Florida and North Carolina, I think it's a felony to practice naturopathic medicine. If I moved to Florida or North Carolina, put out a shingle, had a brick and mortar business and I started treating people the way that I do, uh, you know, in Minnesota, I, I'd be thrown in jail. It's a felony offense. Um, and it's ridiculous. It shows you the areas where the system has more of a stranglehold and how important and how imperative for the health of the people that needs to be broken down. A hundred percent. Correct. And, and, you know, money fixes a lot of things and in a free market, people gravitate towards what works. And I've always said that if by some genie in the bottle magic, we all woke up tomorrow and there were just as many naturopathic doctors as MDs, just as many naturopathic hospitals as MD hospitals, insurance paid for everything. And universities did 50% research on naturopathic treatments. If, if that happened within five years, medical doctors practicing specialty medicine or general family medicine would be out of a business. They'd be out of a job because people gravitate towards what works. And with MD-directed medicine, what works is trauma care, military field medicine, and surgery when it's necessary. That's what works. But everything else doesn't work. And, you know, my profession exists. We're licensed and regulated. You don't have to make it up. Ayurvedic medical profession exists. It's licensed and regulated. Botanical medicine, licensed and regulated. Um, traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture, licensed and regulated. So it's not like we have to reinvent the wheel. We just have to give every medical professional equal access, give the public equal access to every medical professional. That's all that's necessary here. And in order for that to happen, the Food and Drug Administration has to go away. The Federal Trade Commission has to go away. It needs to be significantly modified. Because you know what? You know what it is right now in the U.S.? Most people don't know this. It's, it is illegal. The only thing that can treat a disease in the United States of America is a drug. It's illegal for anything that's not a drug to treat a disease. Well, we know that when you're, deficient in, when, when you're deficient in vitamin and minerals, 
we know that that causes specific diseases. And if you just fix those vitamin and minerals, you will cure a disease. I know you can't use that words, but they know that too. They're full of crap. They know the, when you don't have. The, I know. <laughs> they, and the they, reason they, that they you can't it. use the word cure unless you're a medical doctor is telling, right? I mean, yeah. this is why when you go to the health food store, it doesn't say arthritis support. It says bone and joint support because arthritis is a disease. And you can't relate the sale of a nutritional supplement to the mitigation of a disease. It's against the law. And that's that's insane. That's not right. It needs to be fixed. And so the Federal Trade Commission needs to be fixed. The FDA needs to be fixed. It all needs to be fixed. Well, this is equivalent to taking slugs or whatever you call those things and the sucking out blood. And, you know, that was leeches. That, leeches. And that was their form of treatment back then. And they all thought it in the Middle Ages that was because you want to suck out the disease. This is about as bad as that. I mean, we're not any farther along. In fact, we went backwards because before they put this mon medical monopoly, they started making progress, correct? And then we've went into yeah, this- Yeah, 100%. We, we went, it was a renaissance, they were growing. And then we, we slipped back into the dark ages. And when you're in the dark ages, you don't know that you're in it because the light's not shining on it. We are in the flipping right. dark ages of medicine. It's 100% correct. You are 100,000% correct. And you know, the Food and Drug Administration back in the 20s, they raided <clears throat> doctor's offices and people who were doing cutting edge stuff that didn't have anything to do with drugs. They would raid them, they'd confiscate their equipment, they'd throw them in jail. And that's okay. It, the corruption here and the, 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 the broad ramifications of the medical monopoly are amazing and most people are completely unaware of it and you know i had a uh i had an inside track to trump's administration when he was there and with a couple of colleagues of mine we put together a proposal in order that and the proposal was basically look we don't have a free medical market we need a free medical market what's wrong with a free medical market who could be against a free medical market in order to create a free medical market, we need for you, Mr. President, to form, just like you formed the Space Force, brand new thing, you need to form a Federal Department of Holistic Medicine. And the Federal Department of Holistic Medicine oversees vitamins and minerals and alternative therapies. But and that's scary naturopathic too. medicine and homeopathic medicine, because the people that are regulating that now are the, the pharmaceutical industry. That's what I mean. It's if they, yeah, go. I was going to say, the fox could, is guarding the hen house. It's that's not. exactly right. You could almost make it worse if you ended up putting them in charge because now they're, they're going to be shutting down. That's why it scares the hell out of me when they put um, legislation. They constantly are trying to put legislation in to make vitamins and minerals um, not over the counter, and that you have to get a prescription for it. Well, the MDs aren't going to prescribe. You know why what that they're is? doing in the hospital? I can tell you why that is. One hundred percent. The reason that that is happening. And I just found this information out like three weeks ago and my head exploded. Dollar for dollar, penny for penny around the world, people spend just as much money on vitamins and minerals and alternative therapies as they do on drugs and surgery. It's neck and neck. It's neck and neck. The pharmaceutical industry knows that. That's why they have direct-to-consumer ads all the time. That's why they're the the media is every time you turn the TV on, it's another drug ad, it's another drug ad, it's another drug ad, it's everywhere all of the time. It's nuts. Because they know that unless they keep pounding the pavement, if they relax for one month, nutritional supplement sales are going to eclipse them and they're going to be in the back seat instead of the front seat. They know that this is happening. And that's why, you know, they'll try to glad hand legislators like Dick Durbin in Illinois to generate legislation that says, oh, you know, we need to regulate the vitamin industry because it's dangerous. And it's not. It's a crock of crap. It needs to end. It needs to change. I hope there's a gigantic cultural awakening here because all we need to fix this is a free medical market. That's all we need. Well, and I, I agree with you 100%. You know, they, they speak the, the language of a free market, but then they 
you know, obviously they're not interested in it. I think that they're worried because as people realize that natural things get help, just get healthy, you know, work on being your health. They realize that once people realize and that light bulb goes off that they, like you said, when something works, people migrate to it. And I think that's what's happening. More people, you know, internet shows like mine, you getting out there, people are starting to learn. Plus, I think they got so greedy, so cocky, so out of control, and they they got messy. And now they're killing people and their ways are being, are, are too far gone. They're too far killing, hurting people that people are like, wait a minute, this isn't working. You know, why does my system <laughs> not work? Why? Why does everybody have digestive problems? Do you notice that the biggest aisle? Why did my in grandmother store? die if she got vaccinated? Yeah, I mean everybody's sick, Sarah. Everybody's sick all the time. Everybody has something, and you know people have been brainwashed into believing it's because they have a bad gene. It's nonsense. It's nuts. If you're sick and suffering with a chronic illness, you don't have a bad gene. You have a bad doctor, for goodness sakes. And that's the that's the long and the short of it. Right. There probably are some genetic mutations, but it's pretty rare. <laughs> right. I mean, so I wrote about this and I think it was my first book. I can't remember, but medical doctors use genetics as a scapegoat to to explain away their clinical ineffectiveness. Right. Now, there are some legitimate um, genetic illnesses that you're born with. Right. Like trisomy 13. There are things that can happen, but most of the things that have blaming a physical ailment on genetics is like saying, well, <clears throat> tornadoes. Yeah, those tornadoes are bad. You know what creates a tornado? It's sunlight. The sunlight that creates a tornado. <laughs> That's what we need to fix. It's the sunlight that creates a tornado because tornadoes come from clouds. You can't have a cloud unless you have evaporation. You can't have evaporation unless you have sunlight. It's sunlight that creates a tornado. Genes are responsible for everything. But there's a gigantic difference between the genes that you are born with and genetic expression. Genetic expression is modified, and this is the field of epigenetics. Genetic expression is modified, guess what? By vitamins, minerals, stress, environmental stress, metabolic stress. You don't have enough nutritional support in your body. Your genes are going to start doing weird things. It's not because you have a bad gene. It's because you didn't have enough nutrients to keep the gene healthy. It's that simple. There, aren't there family lines that, that are more prone? Like some families can have as much gluten and it doesn't affect you as much as other family lines that if you have gluten, you're just, your, your stomach ties up in knots and you you have serious issues. Well, what we see, you're absolutely correct, but this is more this is more complicated than it's you were born with this gene and you're you're stuck with it and it's never going to change and you know you're going to have to medicate yourself for the rest of your life. There are tendencies and trends that happen inside of families. <clears throat> the homeopathic community has really recognized this longer than any other medical profession in the world. And this is referred to as an inherited miasmatic influence. So it's strengths and weaknesses that you've inherited from your family. Now, when you work with someone like me, the strengths and weaknesses that you have inherited are eliminated because they're epigenetic, they're not genetic. And you can modify the influence of that so that the next generation has it a little less. And then the next generation has it a little less, and then it's not there anymore. Oh, that's excellent. That's not what happens because in conventional medicine, it's all, you know, it's not the doctor's fault. We're doing the opposite right now where we're modifying <laughs> to the point where each generation is going to be worse and worse and worse. Whereas you're saying, wait, wait, wait that is let's, correct. Put, let's put the brakes on here. Let's make it so that each generation gets better and better. And we have to stop the cycle. Well, a, a sane, unsociopathic, humanistic individual would think like that. But that's not the way that the medical industry thinks about it. And autism is a perfect example. I mean, in the 1960s, I think the incidence of autism was like one out of 2,000 kids was born autistic or developed autism. 
Now it's one out of 30. It's one out of 30. How, you know, they keep coming back and they say, okay, that's a BS number because now we're identifying them. And before we weren't identifying them. No, that's nonsense. I mean, you didn't, I I didn't know. No, I didn't know anybody when I was a kid that was autistic and it wasn't because we didn't identify them. But let's, let's give them the benefit. Let's say, okay, we're dead. We're now aware because every, because everybody's getting it. Now we're more aware of it. And we're noticing people who have it in less extremes. Okay. So even if you give them that, it still is exploding, right? <laughs> it's exploding. And, and it's the creation of a nanny state because two things are exploding. D- childhood illnesses like autism, um, severe, like you know, behavioral modification illnesses and Alzheimer's. I mean, Alzheimer's is the next plague and nobody's talking about it. But the Alzheimer's numbers are, are out of flipping control there were just in the last two years, uh, two miles from my house uh, to the north and to the east, two giant um, senior memory care centers that went up, probably have a thousand beds each. Why? Because Alzheimer's is rampant. So, you know, parents are, who are healthy are throttled because now all their resources go towards managing the health of their autistic kid their entire life. Autistic, autistic kids, most autistic kids don't, you know, leave, leave the house and go out on their own when they're, when they're in their teens or in their 20s. They're stuck at home their entire life. And, and then what happens when those parents get Alzheimer's? It's nuts. The whole thing is stacked against us and nobody sees it. And what do you think is Alzheimer's? Because I've worked with people who want to lengthen telomeres in the brain and they have been amazingly shut down. I mean, these are great scientists who are just focused on, they've had grant money and they still are having a hard time of just focusing on Alzheimer's and the, or the lengthening the telomeres of the brain because they know how to do that now. It's a very expensive. They can lengthen the telomeres 100% now and they just want to focus on the brain and they're seeing pretty, I mean, just the stuff I sell, the Viton that lengthens telomeres. My dad had this amazing benefit from it. I'm super happy about it. But what do you, what are the other underlying factors besides just normal aging, you're, you know, the telomere is shortening. What is the, the eating? What are the minerals and vitamin issues that are causing Alzheimer's? Statin drugs. Cholesterol lowering statin drugs, I believe are the number one contributor to dementia, um, um, either early onset dementia or elderly dementia and or statin drugs or, and or Alzheimer's. If you look at the nut, because what do over 90% of the part of the brain, well, I think the number is 75% of the central nervous system, everything, your brain and your nerves and everything, 75% of that is made from cholesterol. That's what it's made from. 90% of the part of the brain that's affected by Alzheimer's is made from cholesterol. That's what it's made from. So when you drive cholesterol into the ditch, with cholesterol-lowering statin drugs and fat-free diets, your brain dries up and you get Alzheimer's, you get dementia. You also get erectile dysfunction, by the way. <laughs> that's why that's a big Because all of your problem. sex hormones are made, are made it's, it's the same, oh, but we have a pill for that. It only costs $250 a pill though, but we can fix that. And if it's interesting, if you look at the incidence of Alzheimer's disease, and they'll also say, oh, that's baloney because it's underreported years ago. It wasn't underreported years ago. If you look at the incidence of Alzheimer's and you put it on a graph and right next to that, you put a graph of the introduction of statin drugs to the marketplace. Those two graphs parallel each other almost exactly. That's when you know it's a clear indication. And it doesn't, it's not rocket science. And and even now, (laughs) we've been saying this for 30 years, but even now, I think it was four years ago, the federal government or somebody made the manufacturers of statin drugs put on the label could cause dementia. So they know that it's doing it, but you know, in the wonderful world of sociopathic MD directed pharmaceutical centers medicine, they don't give a crap because you need the statin drug. You need the statin drug. No, you don't. You know what? We're starting to realize the games that they're playing because I, we're starting to see how they fix studies. We, we know when they know a lot just based on how they fix a study or how they lie. 
the, based on how they're lying, we know that they know the truth, right? The thing is, right. is that, that a lot of people don't, can't see through that. But once you start understanding their games, you can see, gosh, this person knows, these people know because of how they're lying, because of how they're setting up these tests. But I've gotten to the point yeah. where I've caught the CDC lying so much, you know, with this, this latest COVID thing that I'm, I, they have been lying for years, right? And you have been the victim of it in your professions of them lying on everything like this for years. I mean, how bad has it been, but we just have been asleep? Well, I mean, look around. All, all you have to do to answer that question is just to look around and see how everybody's doing. Yeah, that's exactly right. The older exactly the people right. get, the sicker that they get. People are taking massive amounts of prescription medication. The kids, you wanna be horror. Find a wealthy neighborhood in, in your town, go to the public school, right? The elementary school, get a pass, you know, to, to sit there so they won't arrest you and just pull up a chair and sit next to the nurse's office at lunchtime and look at the line of kids lined up to take their psych meds, to take their ADD meds. It'll break your heart, but this is the new normal, right? It's, and it's and it's the wealthier the neighborhood is, the worse it is. And I could spitball on why that's happening, but I'm not going to. But the kids, you don't have behavioral problems or attention problems as a kid because you have a Ritalin deficiency or an Effexor deficiency. There's a metabolic reason why your brain isn't firing, isn't working correctly. There's a reason for it. It's metabolic. It's nutritional. It, it can be fixed. But People don't want to do that. They just want to medicate it, just want to medicate it. So the kids are on these drugs and then that just keeps going into their teen years. And don't even get me started on Oxycontin and Oxycodone and methamphetamines. Well, it's, it's, it's just nuts. killing them, right? It's killing. There's more people addicted to that than regular drugs. You know, I, I feel thankful that I didn't do that much with my kids, you know, other than the fact that they had some vaccines that I wish I wouldn't have. I just... You know, I, there's, I would have been a little bit more frugal with what vaccines they got. And I would have just been really, well, you, you don't know, know what you don't know, but I didn't know. Um, but at least it's worse for people now. Oh, it's much worse for you. The vaccination schedule in, in kids has gone through the roof now. And there was a really interesting study that was done a couple of years ago. Of course, it didn't make the mainstream media because the mainstream media is controlled by our friend, the pharmaceutical industry. But what they found was that there was one type of childhood vaccine, and I forget what it was. It might have been the MMR vaccine, but don't quote me on that. But the kid would get the vaccine, they develop a fever, and the medical doctor would administer Tylenol to bring the fever down. And it was the interaction of the Tylenol and the stuff in the vaccine that burned brain circuits out. Oh, geez. It was a combination of those two chemicals. It was a, you know... Um, uh, I don't think this was done on purpose, but when kids would get the Tylenol after they got this particular vaccine, that's when they would develop autistic symptoms. And they figured out that it was an interaction between two chemicals that fried circuits in the brain. And that's what did it. <clears throat> but has that percolated into mainstream medical practice? No. They're still it doing hasn't. it? Are they still giving Tylenol? Oh, yeah, they're still administering oh, Tylenol. That's really sad. It's very I mean, it's sad because that's something that can be easily fixed. Easily. Yes. But you know, the, the, the ship of medicine, because of all of these, the people who are driving the practice of conventional medicine are money people and they're in the pockets of the pharmaceutical industry. They're not humanistic, wanting to stay on the cutting edge of the research, wanting to do the best thing for their patient, no matter what the ads on TV tell you, they're not doing that. No, the ads, I've come to the conclusion with marketing. Marketing is just like, what is the, what are the actions we want people to do? And what do we need to yeah. get them to do this? And there's no relation to what you do to get them to do it and what the actions you need them to do. It's, it's that simple and, and don't overthink it because that's what most people are doing, or that's what marketing has become. And damn the torpedoes. It doesn't matter if there's collateral damage, whatever, as long as we meet the bottom line. We need them to do this. And how do we get them to do that? 
the how is completely separated from what it is that we're trying to do. We just need them to do this. Yep. And you know, in medicine, I mean, it's, it's much easier to, to, to do that if you're working inside of a monopoly that's been in place for a hundred years. And right? that's exactly right. And they've gone too far. They've gone way too far this time. And the sleeping giant is waking up and it's about time that we're waking up. The fact that they mass censored all of us off of YouTube, every doctor video I had got taken down. No, it was because of the doctor videos because they took all those down first. Then they took my channel down later. This is what happens. This is how they did it. And you know, like the fellow said, history doesn't repeat itself. It rhymes, right? This is how they did it in World War II Germany. This is how they did it in Russia. This is how they did it in Japan. Now they're doing it here. And, you know, I don't, my, my concern here, Sarah, and this was kind of precipitated by what just happened in the UK. My concern here is that now that the whole coronavirus vaccine thing is starting to crumble, because of everything that we talked about in the first part of this video. My concern here is that they're going to start to pull back from all of these mandates and everything. And a year from now, the whole coronavirus thing is going to be behind us and it's going to be a, a sad memory. And then they're going to do phase the next phase. Something else, which yep. I think is going to be an attack on the financial institution. Yeah, That's what yep, I think, I think is going to happen. I think you're right because they did just did a in the beginning of December did a um, what do you call it a simulation ten country simulation of the collapse of the economic system. And whenever these groups get together and do a simulation, something happens. But let's talk about what you have as an alternative because people are people really need this because I go into a healthcare area, a health, you know, market. And I, I feel overwhelmed. I'm looking at all these things. I don't know what to do. You know, I mean, I'm not, you know, who am I? I don't, I, I don't know. There's like 15 different types of vitamin C, you know, I mean, what the heck? Yeah. I mean, it's a point that's well taken. And this is, you know, I always say this, that if you had a problem with your tooth, what you wouldn't do is do an internet search and buy dental equipment and then try to fix your tooth yourself. You would not do that. But that's what everybody does when they're frustrated with conventional medicine and, oh, what do I do for my asthma? Well, they'll try to figure it out themselves. You'll, you can't. But what you can do is lean on a medical profession whose job it is to figure that out. And that's what my profession is and what my profession does. And, be, and, you know, I mean, I'm not, there's a, <clears throat> there's an irony here, from my point of view, because I've been doing this for 33 years now. And, you know, when you do clinical work for 33 years, you, you get a clue when you start to see trends. And one of the, one of the, the biggest lies that's been promulgated by the medical monopoly for the last 109 years is that healing is complicated. And that you need a private appointment with the medical professional to figure it out. Healing is easy. Surgery is complicated. Dentistry is complicated. Surgery is complicated. Healing is easy most of the time. Why? Because the human body wants to fix itself. Human body's trying to fix itself. Human body is trying to optimize the structure and function all the time. For instance, you cut your finger, you know, you don't, Oh, what do you need to do? Keep it clean and put a Band-Aid on it. The body fixes it, for goodness sakes. So most of the time, in order for people to engage their body's built-in, God-given ability to fix itself, they just need a little bit of education. They just need to know what to do and how to do it and for how long. And that's what I have endeavored to do. Over the last 10 years, I've created information on my website inside of this paradigm of self-help health recovery. Okay, so you've got asthma and you're frustrated by conventional treatment. You go to my website, you look up asthma and I tell you just what to do. I tell you what supplements to take. I tell you how to take them. I tell you when to take them. I tell you what to look for. I line the whole thing up for you. Now, maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. Maybe it'll take you halfway there. 
you need to do these things. You would be, it would be smart for you to do these things because they are science-based and clinically verified. And it's the foundation. It's some place to start. You said sometimes it'll work and sometimes it won't, but it, it won't work for sure unless you do this because you have to do this as a foundation and then you have to build on it because that might not be enough. You might have something else that's wrong. And so if you don't or, do this, the next thing's not gonna work for sure. So you have to do this yes, and then we'll see if you yes. need additional things. Yes, and that's a, yes, that's a point that's well taken because th these are the things that I talk about in my self-help health recovery information on my website are the foundational things that everybody needs to do, right? I mean, everybody needs to put a hat and a scarf and warm clothes on when they're out in sub-zero weather. Everybody needs to do that. Everybody needs to drink water and eat food. Everybody needs to clean their body, right? Everybody needs to do that. There are nutritional things that everybody needs to do. There are foods that everybody needs to not eat. There are foundational things here that people need to do just to get themselves into the game of healing. Now, you know, sometimes depending on how long you waited to engage this process, well, maybe this process will fix it 100%. Maybe you're going to need a little more help after the fact because, you know, your joint capsule was a little too worn out or whatever. But you're absolutely right. This is fundamental foundational intervention here to get people into the game of healing. And the, the beauty of it, which I am the only one bringing to the table in the world right now, I will ring my own bell for this. The beauty of this information is that it's clinically verified. It's clinically verified. This is the stuff that myself and my colleagues have seen work in clinical settings over and over and over again. Isn't there two mil this isn't, 22 you know, million research blood samples? That's based... and... Go ahead. No, we, well, I originally I would need to do that. When I first started treating people, I wouldn't treat them unless I'd looked at their blood and analyzed it for nutritional deficiencies. And then you learn more as you go along. No, but and I mean, this I is learned, all, okay, go ahead. I was going to say it's all based on millions and millions of blood samples and proven analysis, but okay, this is based on keep going. millions of histopathologies and blood chemistries and thousands of autopsies and hundreds of thousands of hours of clinical experience. You know, this is a, my profession is primary care medicine. It's primary care, licensed and regulated medicine. And the focus of my profession is to get people on board with therapies that help to heal, heal the problem, fix the problem, bring the person into a state of health. That's a wonderful thing. Nobody else is talking about this like we do. You just said my profession is, is primary care. Your profession should be. This is part of, I, I want to restructure the medical field. Your profession should be the primary care doctor that refers out if if you need to. That's really hundred percent in a, start in a there, perfect world. And that's maybe, how it would be. Yeah, and maybe I'm going to say this: maybe your profession needs to incorporate some of the Chinese and some of the frequency and some. I mean, we need to evolve this too. But you won't the way it's set up right now. No, you absolutely won't the way yeah. that it's set up right now because unless it's in keeping with the uh, reductionistic philosophy, which informs the pharmaceutical industry and the MD industry, unless it's consistent with the reductionistic philosophy, it's not going to fly. And honestly, even if it is, and it engenders a healing response, it's not going to fly. Because that's against the pharmaceutical business model. It is not in the interests of the pharmaceutical business to make people healthy. It's not. They make it's, a lot, a lot of money. I mean, they're the majority. Well, they made thirty-three of billion dollars on the on the on the Pfizer. One company made thirty-three billion dollars so far on the Vax, the the Coronavax. They're becoming the the largest industry, or they are, and then becoming they're the largest industry in the world, the most powerful, and they don't want that to change. No, they don't want it to change, especially because yeah. they know people spend just as much money on alternative stuff as they do on their stuff. They know that, and they're freaking out about it. And I think that's one of the reasons they wanted, this was a big money grab from top to bottom, This all this coronavirus nonsense. It's crazy, Sarah, what's happening.
probably more than that too, but I think it was the beginning of also setting the stage for this great reset that they're doing that they've talked about right and and they say it's all like big conspiracy theories but no it's the global economic forum is talking about the great reset every single powerful leader in the world is involved with the global economic forum they speak at all their conventions they go to their conferences they mimic the narrative you know build back better they're all saying out yeah, like all the world leaders use the same phrases so if if it's not re uh, you're full of crap, you know, I don't believe them. <laughs> you can't believe what they say, but where can people get your stuff? I know control your control your health dot care is where they can get yeah, so, minerals and vitamins. Yeah, so the, the, Go ahead. Yeah. So the website that we want, and this is just education, right? It's simple education. So, and we try to make it easy for people. So go to control your health dot care. That's where you can find access to the nutritional supplements that I recommend for people based on 33 years of clinical work. And also at controlyourhealth.care, there is a link to my self-help health recovery information. So you go to controlyourhealth.care, uh, you click on the link, it takes you to my website. On my website, I'll tell you what to do, how to do it, when to do it. And then you go back to controlyourhealth.care, purchase the supplements, and get into the game of healing. And and honest to God, you my people, you have no idea what you're missing. People have no idea what you're missing. My profession is not the be-all, end-all, cure-all. Has the answer for every human ailment. It does not. But you wouldn't believe the things that I've seen people recover from. This is science-based, clinically verified medicine, which intends to make you healthy and which is which understands and interprets natural law. It's a beautiful thing. It's a wonderful thing. I encourage everybody that's listening to this to slam these doors and kick these tires. I don't care if you believe me. Well, I do actually care if you believe me because I'm not lying, number one. But number two, it doesn't matter what I say. The only thing that matters is what happens after you follow this advice. That's where the rubber hits the road. So slam these doors and kick these tires and see how the hell it makes you feel. What, what do you have to lose? <laughs> People should be just tired of feeling like crap all the time and give it another chance. Now we have a promotion going that if people get the foundation pack, which is the foundation minerals and vitamins that you say everybody needs, then they get a free month to your service. Yeah, that's and that's a great deal, by the way. This this these are the supplements that are contained in the healthy foundation pack. This stuff gives you 100% for the first time in your life of your body's nutrient needs. And let me say that again, for the first time in your life, 100% of your body's nutrient needs. People have gotten used to, you know, they've habituated to walking around planet Earth in an undernutrified body. And this stuff takes this stuff fixes that and and so if you go to the website and take advantage of the special you buy one healthy foundation pack you will get 30 days of free access to all of the information on my website which includes by the way one hour twice a week of live chat with me and I just finished my my uh, Thursday session uh, right before this interview. We had 26 people on the call from all around the world um, asking me questions. Constant questions, and you learn a ton yeah. just hearing about what other people's <laughs> questions are as well. And it's fun because, like the fella said, people will come for the information, but they'll stay for the community. Mm -hmm. And when you align yourself with us, you have entrance into the worldwide community of people who think like we do, people who have seen the light, people who have pulled, pulled their heads out of the sand. And I mean, all by itself, just to just to experience that for a couple of hours a week is worth the price of admission. And so this is what we're doing to, to change the narrative here, to alter the curve, just tell the truth, educate people, build a community and spread the word as much as we can. Well, because we have to change it. I mean, we, we have this death model right now. Isn't it only $22 a month? 
Yeah, twenty one ninety five for my subscription. But but you don't have to pay that. That's free for the first month. I mean, that beats a poke in the eye with a sharp stick. But if you compare that to what your health insurance is and what it costs to go to the doctor when you have problems, <clears throat> I mean, I don't. This really isn't. This is a great investment in yourself and your health and feeling good. And I just, I, I'm so excited about it because I think it's the missing link. And like I said, we need to, I, I want to really work with you on these charts that you have comparing different doctors, what they do, what they're good at pros and cons. I want, cause that's what I, I, that's my background. That's what I like to do. I like to look at an industry and remap it out. And I want to do that with the medical industry. I want to remap that out. How do universities fit in? Look at the big picture and say, this thing needs to be completely restructured for the, for humanity's sake. Well, I'm your man. Yeah. So we got to do that. Well, I, I really appreciate everything you do. You're just so great to talk to. And um, I just uh, thank you for keep pushing because you're going to save lives. So that's what we need to do. My pleasure, Sarah Westall. And don't ever, ever, ever stop what you're doing because uh, you are making a difference. And not sure if you're aware of it, but you are making a difference and don't ever give up. Well, thanks. Can't. You don't really know, right? You feel like it's a big black hole, but I hope so. So thank you. Thank you. And back to you. <laughs>